Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, I am going to finally talk about raising your standards. I feel like I've been using this phrase, raising your standards, over and over for the last several weeks and months in the podcast. And I think it's about time to unmystify what it means and how I am personally raising my own standards. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Okay, let's talk about raising our standards. If you've been following along this year here in the podcast, you know that I decided to make 2022 my year of reinvention. And to help me in doing that, I signed up to two programs that I actually already completed in the first quarter of the year. One was Unleash Her Power Within, and the other one was Unleash The Power Within. So the first one was a 10-week program. It's Power by Tony Robbins. It's um, Our guide was the amazing KK, who I have developed a great appreciation for. She's been an amazing guide over the 10 weeks of the program. And around week eight of the Unleash Her Power Within, we all attended Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins himself and a bunch of other amazing speakers. And I've been sharing that journey here in the podcast. So if you miss those episodes, I really recommend listening through them because there were so many things that I learned through those 10 weeks and I basically was sharing my key takeaways from every week. I summarize those and I also share a little bit of my own journey going through both of the programs. And over those 10 weeks, you have heard me say that one of the things that I learned over those 10 weeks is that in order to upgrade your quality of life, you need to raise your standards. And this is something, this is a phrase that probably you're not only you have heard it from me, but if you follow Tony Robbins in any way, shape or form, you have heard before because he always talks about raising your standards. And today, what I want to do is to unmystify that and share with you what does this mean, at least the way that I interpret it, and share with you some ways in which I am personally raising my standards that maybe inspire you to think about, you know, should you raise your standards and how can you raise your standards? So let me start by saying that as human beings, and I'm guilty of this, we go through our days, we go through our lives with a ton of shoots. I should eat more healthy. 
I should exercise more. I should spend more time with my kids. I should start my own business. I should stop scrolling in social media. I should call my mom. I should meal prep so I'm ready for the week. I should go to that event. I should stop doing X, Y, or Z, or I should start doing X, Y, or Z. Our lives are full of shoots. And raising your standards doesn't mean anything else than replacing your shoulds by must. And here's what I mean by that. When we tell ourselves we should do something, we are leaving the door open to not do those things. Right? We might or we might not do them because they're just a should. But when you make something a must in your life, then you will find the way to make it happen. Just think for a minute. Remember a time where you succeeded at something that seemed impossible. We all have had a time in our lives where we felt we beat all the odds. We did something that we thought was just impossible, but we did it. And you felt so empowered and so fulfilled. And I bet that if you analyze Right? What happened? What led you to that success? Even when at the beginning you thought it wasn't even possible, is because you made that a must in your life. When we shift our shoots into must, then we always find a way. But if we're stuck in shoots, it's so easy to find excuses. It's so easy to stop doing things. It's so easy to break our consistency because a should doesn't imply, right, that we have to do it. It's just that, okay, we do, we should. I can't explain it with other words, right? I think it's pretty clear the difference between should and must. And what was very interesting for me as I'm doing and going through my reinvention process, I've created this new identity for myself, the way that I want to show up, the way that I reprioritize things in my life, and the way and the things that I want to focus on and the things that I want to pursue and the things that are important to me. And basically, I got to the core of who I am. And I did this whole thing where I talk about the type of person that I am. And I share it in my journey through the Unleash Her Power Within. But just for fun, let me, I'm going to pull it over here and I'm going to read it for you. So one of the things that we did, we did a lot of work, right? But one of the things that we did is we basically, I created an identity, and I created a list of who I am. And, and I said, I am the kind of person 
that believes in herself, that stands up for herself and her dreams. I'm strong and vulnerable at the same time. I'm the kind of person that is always grateful and shows appreciation for life and for others. I'm the kind of person that focuses on building her future rather than relieving her past. I am the kind of person that is always asking herself where I want to go next rather than focusing on where I've been. I'm the kind of person that builds boundaries for herself and keeps promises to herself. I am the kind of person that can be counted on by others. I am the kind of person that takes care of herself physically, mentally, and emotionally. I am the kind of person that surrounds herself with people who inspire her, who are kind, who lift her up, and from whom she can learn. I am the kind of person that lets others be wrong about her, that doesn't waste her time trying to prove others wrong about who she is or how much she's worth, but rather is focusing on knowing her own worth pushing herself outside of her comfort zone and looking for ways to add more value to others and create a positive impact without expecting anything in return. I am the kind of person that generates and protects her own energy. I am the kind of person that shows up authentically without holding any parts of herself back in the fear of what others might think. I am the kind of person who knows herself at the deepest level, who invests time in connecting with herself, in self-reflecting, always with humility and kindness. I am the kind of person that loves herself always, no matter what, loves herself with her strengths and shortcomings, loves where she is in her journey while aspiring and working on becoming an even better version of herself. I am the kind of person that lives in the present, that enjoys every moment and embraces every emotion. I am the kind of person that forgives herself when she makes mistakes and looks at mistakes as learning opportunities. I am the kind of person that celebrates every victory, every step of the way. I am the kind of person that strives for progress versus trying to be perfect. I am always learning, growing, and evolving. So that is just a portion of this identity. And some things are things that I've always been like that. And there are things where maybe I haven't focused so much and I have forgotten what it meant to be that way. So at the end of this Unleash Her Power Within, we created what we call an incantation which basically is like our, our own statement of what, who we want to be, who we are. And see, as I was doing that and I was looking at my new identity and all the things that my new identity values and my new identity is about, what kind of person she is, what kind of person I am, I was thinking, what are the things that are holding me back from showing up as that person? And I've talked here before that one of the big things holding us back is always our beliefs. And I think our beliefs, I was listening yesterday um, to a John Maxwell podcast and 
I loved it. It was just in the right timing, but he was talking about how when you change your thinking, you change your beliefs, that your beliefs are just a byproduct of your thoughts. And I've been working a lot on my limiting beliefs, but they all steam from our thoughts. What we keep thinking about over and over, you know, over time, they become our beliefs or our convictions. And basically that everything starts with our thoughts. What we think determines who we are and who we are is our identity, right? So our identity It's based on all the beliefs that we have about ourselves and about the world around us. And it all starts with a thought. So what we think determines who we are and who we are determines what we do. Our actions are the best interpreter of what we think, right? Because how things flow is basically starts with thinking then becoming, and then doing. It all starts with our thoughts, and our thoughts determine who we are, which is our identity, and who we are determines what we do and how we show up. Because as human beings, we're always in pursuit of congruency. Congruency between who we are in our core, our identity, and how we act, right? So when we're trying to change something, when we're trying to to change the way we do things. Um, I always use the example of losing weight because it's the number one New Year resolution that everybody sets at the beginning of the year or at least 80% of the world population (laughs) adds to their New Year's resolution. So I think it's something that we all can relate to, right? But if someone is overweight and they're trying to lose weight, right? We all know in our minds what we need to do to lose weight. You need to eat less, move more. Very simple. And I'm not saying, I'm oversimplifying this. I don't believe that it's just those two things. I don't believe that just if you eat less and you exercise, then you're going to lose weight. There's so much more that goes into it. But just for the sake of our example today, very simple right? We all know what we need to do if we want to lose weight. Yes, we can say that there is so much information out there that is so confusing and there's always new diets out and new things and all of that. But again, I'm just using this as an example. So we all know theoretically what we need to do. Yet, not everyone does those things. They're simple things, right? Control what you eat, eat more healthy, and move your body. If you do those two things consistently, then you're going to start to see results. But not everybody sees results. Why is that? It all comes back to this topic of raising your standards. You have lived your life under certain standards that all steam from your thoughts, who determine your beliefs, who determine who you are, and which determine how you act. 
And it's your thoughts, it's your beliefs that are holding you back from staying consistent from doing the things. What is the difference between someone who stays consistent in doing those two things and someone who starts over every Monday? The difference is they have different standards. The person that is consistent in exercising and eating healthy is someone that has made that a must. And what motivated that to become a must, it, it's different for everybody, right? We all have different whys behind the things that we do. But the difference between these two individuals is their standards. For the first person who stays consistent, they have made that a must. I consider myself that type of person. I woke up, I wake up every day at five in the morning to exercise. And yes, there are days that I don't want to, that I don't feel like. And if I would tell myself, I should exercise, it would be very easy for me in those days that I don't feel like it to just hit the snooze button and stay in bed. But I have made that, my morning routine, including exercising, a must. And that is how I've raised my standards around my health. It all goes down to what are my must. And that is tied to that identity. So in the process of reinvention, I come up with this identity and I come up with this incantation of my identity, which I'll read to you in, in, in a minute, my final version of that incantation. But by making that a must, by shifting some of my shoes into must, then I'm shaping my new identity, which is shaping the way that I'm showing up, the way that I'm acting. Because as I said, as human beings, we're always fighting for that congruency between what we do and what we believe. Our beliefs are the way that we see the world. And we're going to act depending on how we see the world. And we all see the world slightly differently, right? We all see the same situation slightly different because we're looking at it from different perspectives, which are influenced by our beliefs. But we need to understand that those beliefs stem in our thoughts. And even so more, our thoughts determine our destiny, and our destiny determines our legacy. Let me repeat that one more time. And, I, and, and again, I heard this from John Maxwell. He has a podcast every Wednesday, and I think was this week's podcast or last week's podcast is that you're reading to this. Really recommend that episode. But he says, everything starts with a thought. What we think determines who we are. Who we are determines what we do. Our thoughts determine our destiny, and our destiny determines our legacy. And we can look at this two ways. You can start by thinking about what you want your legacy to be. A lot of people talk about purpose. 
Um, and personally for me, and I know this is a common theme among many people, part of what we want to do in life is to leave a legacy. And if you have clarity on what is the legacy that you want to leave in this world, you can reverse engineer that to get back to what are the thoughts that you need to foster on a daily basis that are going to help you become the type of person that can build and leave that legacy. Now, as you're listening, you might say, well, that's great, but I don't even know what my purpose is. I don't know what my legacy will look like. I want to leave a legacy, but I don't know what that is. Well, you can start also from the beginning, right? Instead of reverse engineering, you can just start with working on your thoughts. And here is how. For me personally, what I have come to realize that what influences my thoughts is the type of questions that I ask myself. So I've been changing the dialogue in my own mind. I've been changing the stories that I tell myself. And I've been practicing this every morning before I start work. I have this process of stacking all the things that I've been working over the last 10 weeks with Unleash Her Power Within. So I stack on my new sets of beliefs that I have identified. I did a lot of work and I shared here in the podcast on identifying what, where are my limiting beliefs and what are the new empowering beliefs that I want to install. And I really recommend you listening to that episode because a lot of times we believe, okay, if I identify a limiting belief, I just need to think the opposite. But here's the thing, if the opposite is not true, you're going to tell yourself BS, right? And, and it's not going to do anything. Um, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about affirmations and repeating to yourself, right? Affirmations of what you want to believe, that doesn't work. So listen to that podcast episode because I share what works. But anyways, every morning I do this stacking process with I repeat to myself or I read out loud my new empowering beliefs. I read my belief patterns and my triggers, the things that little phrases that when I catch myself, because now I'm so self-aware that my old self is taking over a conversation or a situation. There are these short phrases that I came up with that I tell that to myself and is like snapping into this new identity. And then I remind myself of my empowering future. I remind myself of where I see myself in 6, 12 months from now, because that is a great reminder for me every morning before I start my day on how do I need to show up today if I want to get there. And how I show up today is influenced by my beliefs, which steam on my thoughts. So And I can control my thoughts by changing the questions that I ask myself. Let me give you an example. Let's say that today you're going through a challenge. Things are not going your way at all. And then you start 
asking yourself because that's what we do consciously or unconsciously. That's how our brain works. Our brain is a problem solving machine, right? And it's always going to look for a solution for the problem in front of it. And how your brain tackles that problem, it depends on what questions you're asking your brain, right? You're influencing your brain, you're influencing your thoughts. So if I ask myself, why is this happening today? Why is this happening to me? What did I did wrong for this to go this wrong? Versus asking myself, huh, what can I learn from this situation? How can I turn this around? What can I do right now to make this situation better? Who can I go to for help? See, very different questions, which are going to trigger very different thoughts, which are also going to influence our emotions, how we're feeling about that situation and how we are acting on that situation. So it all steams on your thoughts. Now, going back to this concept of raising your standards. So as I said, the very basic, simple, short definition of it is shifting your shoes into must. So one exercise that I personally did, and I would encourage anyone really to do, is to make a list of all your shoulds. All the things that you think you should do or should not do. And make a list of all the things that you must do or must not do. And think about how can you shift some of those shoulds into must, especially if those shoulds are attached to an area of your life that is important to you, that it's a priority for you right now. We all value different things. We all have different priorities. Even over time, our values might not change, but the priority that we give to those values might change over time, depending on what season in our lives we are or depending on what's going on in our lives at that time. That's why that will of life exercise that I keep talking over and over again, it's so important because it creates that awareness of where we are in the different areas of our lives and in what areas we want to focus on. And I've done this, that exercise. I can't remember how many times this year already. I keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And you have heard me say this, but I did that exercise on week one of, of Unleash Her Power Within. And I rated myself. And in most areas of my life, I was pretty high. I was between seven and nine in many areas of my life. And I felt really good about myself, right? I'm like, okay, I'm doing good. Um, there's only this one area that is a six, and that's what I'm going to be focusing on. That's how I came into this journey. And on week 10, as I'm looking at my will of life, I'm like, no. This nine should really be a six, and this seven should be a three, and this eight should be a six. And it's not that I believe that I was any worse than I was on day one. 
But by the end of the 10 weeks, I have raised my standards, right? So that wheel of life, the what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or 10, nine or 10 means to you is very different than what a 10 will mean for me. Because 10 means the full of our potential. And we all have different potential. And that's one thing that I learned about myself over the last 10 weeks, that I have more potential than I thought I had in many areas of my, of my life. That my 10 is much bigger than I thought it was. And for that reason, because I raise my standards and now I see that I'm capable of so much more in those areas of my life, my ratings now seem lower. Does that make any sense? I hope it does. So that's how I started this process of raising my standards. I started to tell myself, what, how would a 10 look like? And maybe 10 is not my goal. There are areas in my life that I don't want to get to a 10, not yet. Because I'm so far away from that 10 that I want to set some realistic expectations for myself in what I can accomplish in the next three months if you were listening to my spring cleaning episode last week. I'm doing this will of life evaluation once a quarter and I'm being very honest, viciously honest with myself with where I am and then I'm asking myself the question, how can I raise my standards on these areas in my life. How would that look like? And a lot of times raising your standards, you have heard me say this before, is just a two millimeter shift. It's not that you're making this quantum leap in what you want, right? It's not about being more ambitious and having bigger goals. Because if you do that, the only thing you're going to do is you're going to burn out, right? If you're only focused on the achievement, if you only focus on the outcome. And you might get to that outcome or that achievement. And once you get there, you're, I've talked about this before as well. You know, how many times you have set a goal for yourself and you got there and then you're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal as I thought it was. Or you get there and you celebrate and you feel amazing for one, two days, two weeks. And then afterwards, it's like, ah, life is not any different. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about raising your standards. When I talk about raising your standards, I'm talking about who are you becoming, right? It's not about what you achieve. It's about who are you becoming, and the achievements are going to come as a collateral consequence, right? A collateral effect of who is that you're becoming. But the question is, how would this area of my life look like if it was a 10? And who do I need to become in order to have that life? Those are the questions that now I'm asking myself. I'm not just pursuing a goal because it seems like a great goal to have or because it's what everybody else is doing or is what society tells me I should do. 
but I'm changing the questions I'm asking myself around who do I need to become? How do I want life to look like in order for me to feel fulfilled? And just changing one word in that sentence has made a world of a difference. Going for what do I need to do to be successful to what do I need my life to look like to feel fulfilled? Very different questions. And I think both are important, right? I'm still a very result-oriented person. I'm still pushing for goals. And I will always do. But there's two parts to this equation, right? Is the science of achievement and there is the art of fulfillment. And if you want to live your best life, this was my theme in 2020, living my best life. Um, you need both. You need to master the science of achievement, but also the art of fulfillment. And that is what raising your standards boils down to. So again, what are some shoulds in your life that you should change into must? What are the things that you must do because when they are a must, they're a non-negotiable. Once in your head, in your beliefs, you know, you believe to your core that you must do something or must be a certain way, you'll do anything, anything to achieve that. Because as I said now, this might be the fifth time in this episode, we're always looking for congruency between what we do and what we believe. So that is our topic on raising our standards. To close today's podcast episode, I want to close it out by sharing with you my new upgraded standard. I've been working on my own reinvention for the last three months, and the end product of all the work that I put in is what I call my 2022 incantation. This is something that we developed as part of the Unleash Her Power Within. I had shared with you my first draft a few episodes ago. And today I want to share you my final draft of my incantation. And the reason why I want to share this with you, even though it's personal and it's uncomfortable, is because part of my new identity is to be truly and authentically myself without holding back any parts of me. And this incantation summarizes my new upgraded standard for myself in 2022. So to close out today's episode, here is my 2022 incantation. <laughs> 2022 is my year of reinvention, where I live in alignment with my true self and thrive in all areas of my life. I am passionate. I am playful. I am authentic. I am inspiring. I am joyful. I am grounded. I am confident. I am selfless. 
I am present, embracing all aspects of life. I am connected to my true essence, and I always have an attitude of gratitude. I am the type of woman that takes 100% responsibility for her relationship. I put my relationship first. I take initiative, and I play full out. I let go of my expectations, and I replace them with appreciation and love. I wake up every morning excited to give my all at work, to make an impact in the organization that I'm part of and the people around me. I am fulfilled, engaged, and passionate. I thrive in every endeavor, every project, every task that I take on, and every interaction I have. I demonstrate humility, and I inspire trust. I respond quickly to challenges. I stay flexible and learn from my mistakes. I am intentional about making time to connect, to build and nourish relationships. I am an inspiring leader that take, makes a positive impact in everyone around her, that leaves and leaves a legacy. I always have a positive attitude and I strive to the best of my capabilities and my potential. I wake up every day never being afraid of changing, falling down, or making mistakes, but always committed to give my 10, to lean in, to say yes to it all, to learn from every experience and continue to grow and evolve. I continuously challenge myself and I never give up. I have the capacity to hold it all. I know that what is thrown at me It's only what I'm capable to overcome. I lean in and I appreciate every gift of every perfect feeling and every experience because I don't want to miss on any of life's teachings. And I go to bed every day feeling proud for giving my best and playing it all out in life. In that way, I'm always a winner. I live a life of health, vitality, and pure energy. I nourish my body with the fuel that gives me strength, energy, and blesses my body. I am the kind of person that chooses the healthy option, that loves her veggies, that drinks her water, that enjoys moving her body. I listen to my body. I honor it, and I take good care of it. I surround myself with people that inspire me, that bring the best in me, that are kind and from whom I can learn. My purpose in life is to embrace all aspects of my life, to tap into my full potential and to use my gifts to make a positive impact in others around me. Okay, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. As always, if you did, do me a big favor and share it with a friend, a colleague, or anyone that you think can benefit from this topic of raising your standards. I want to leave you with a question. How are you planning to raise your standards? With that, I hope you have an amazing week, and I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.